this show is brought to you by Crunchy Red Fruit. Crunchy Red Fruit is a wine circle created by master sommelier Jackson Rohrbaum. As one of Seattle's top psalms, he's tasted over a thousand wines, and he created Crunchy Red Fruit to share them with you. I think you should join Crunchy Red Fruit, and here's Jackson telling you why. Shopping for wine is overwhelming, and oftentimes the types of wines you find at a grocery store are just not that good to begin with. So I'm bringing you wine that I've tasted and vetted because I taste thousands of wines a year uh, from small family growers that's made with organic viticulture that are really beautiful expressions of wines and they're really hard to find wines that I'll bring right to your door rather than you having to go out and find them and shop for them. Uh, I am telling stories, I'm educating, and there's going to be video content around all these wines so that you can learn along with us as we uh, pop bottles and have fun with wine together. There you have it. Visit CrunchyRedFruit.com to learn more and to sign up for this very unique wine experience. This is the song of the month. Why? Because it has tens of millions of videos made to it for TikTok and Instagram Reels. Oh. Although, we're going to make one of these videos. The dude who shakes his butt. <laughs> I've been practicing. Watch. <laughs> I can do that. Ah. I've been practicing it. I've seen you. It's quite a sight. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of movement parallel there's a lot of levels and planes of movement in that in that dance. <laughs> All right. There's your arms. Some people do in and out, but the original dude does like he's like he's running chugging in place. along. <laughs> yeah. And then there's your shoulders. Like, you can't just move your arms in a circular motion. You have to shimmy with the, with the shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's... Shake your boobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. This song has a bad word in it. Repeatedly. It doesn't need it. No, I agree. Okay, so then there's your, your legs. Is like is the front leg? Is there gonna be a front leg? Or are you gonna be squared up? <laughs> I think you need to have a. It's, it's kind of like a boxing stance. Mm. Oh, that was the first time we played the whole song. Wow. It's because you're being super meta about this song. No, about the dance. Ah, uh, all right. Do you think the artist likes that people are doing this? Of course, it's Justin Bieber. So, I mean, that's his goal. He wants. Well, I downloaded TikToks. it. Even though I pay for Apple Music, they still get a cut mm. every time I play it. Mm. So, if 22 million people have seen these videos, there's a high likelihood that they'll look for that song on something Shopify, right. or Shopify Spotify, or right. Tidal, or Apple Music. So, yeah, they get a cut. Okay. 
All right, so I'm not done. So, <laughs> so it's like a boxing stance. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm so good at it. Mm. So the left leg's out, like I'm in my boxing stance. Some weight on the back foot. But then what do you do? Do you tap your front leg? So tapping your front leg, moving your arms in a circular motion, shimmying with the shoulders, and then you have to throw in the hip, the hip wiggle, the hip shake. Okay. That's a lot of things. Well, when you break them down, yes. It is. So, I I mean, when I learned how to do it, I just went step by step. I went arms. Okay, I got arms. (laughs) Then shoulders. Holy mackerel, they're shoulders. And then, all right. Then I, I got a little carried away and went straight to the hips, but my hips weren't doing the same thing that the tapping on my lead leg was doing. And then Shocking. that totally messed up my <laughs> hand motion. So it was like I was doing four different things on four different times. <laughs> and I almost fell and broke my ankle. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. So it's a lot of work. It is. Well, anyways, we have to make this video. Do you think you can learn it like uh, in a couple yes. weeks? Yes, I do. Okay. You can commit to that? <laughs> sure. All right. So we'll have to practice it okay, to get it. Because there's a drone involved. and Oh, some llamas? There's llamas. (laughs) There's this whole, it's a whole production. And get you a sheep and a horse. To the house? Mini horses. To the house? Well, to someone's house. That would be cool. Okay. So we're almost ready to launch the... We're, this show is still going to be on the old website, but I'm almost there. Is there is a new website? It's almost ready. So we'll make this video and then post it when we launch the new website. Mm-hmm. So we have to get it done within That's the next couple weeks. anticipation going on right we there. we got a lot of stuff going on. We do. All right. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We've been m- missing for a little bit. We'll talk about that in a second. But we still have a good sponsor, Rancho Bravo. Uh, check them out. Capitol Hill and Wallingford, they have a drive-thru. Mm-hmm. You can drive right through. Speedy, speedy. At both places? No, just, no, in just, Ron- Capitol, just Hill. on Capitol Hill. Uh, the Wallingford location is Walk Up. Ah. But they have a little tent there where you can enjoy mm. your RBT. Nice. You can have your RBT um, outside. Perfect. On a hopping part of... Wallingford. Yeah, it's kind of nice weather right now. Yeah, so um so yeah, check them out and then you can do caviar, chow now, Uber Eats and DoorDash. You Perfect. can do them, get that going. So, yeah, let's and then we'll uh I mean, should we do crunchy red fruit? We Sure. We've gotten some. So, head over to crunchyredfruit.com. Our buddy Jackson is always up to something. Yeah, he's just he just changed his pricing model, which actually is a good thing. He lowered the price a tad because he's doing separate shipping now. Ah. So if you pick it up, you actually get a better deal. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, which is why we pick ours up. We haven't picked ours up. <laughs> we haven't, although it's coming up. The net, well, like since we missed our last release, he's holding it for us, and we'll pick it up at the next release, which is in just like a week or two. All right. So give those two, look them up, Rancho Bravo, and then enjoy some good wine with Mexican food. And Jackson mm-hmm. will recommend the wine that should be, that could be uh, enjoyed. Oh, with, yeah. With some Mexican food. 
All got right. some Mexican wine also. Mm. Is it good? I've only had one bottle and it was fine. It wasn't, I mean, of course the wine's good. It just wasn't quite my taste. So, but I'm willing to try other varietals. All right. So give it a, give them a try. You will not be disappointed. No, that's exciting. I'm losing my practice of checking my levels, so hopefully <laughs> I sound okay. But uh, first, I guess people will want to know where we've been. Well, you didn't even announce what we are. Oh, yet. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'll, I'll say where we've been because then that's going to transition to the new, oh. to the new thing. Okay. And I will take full responsibility for why we haven't done a show because... I have completely soured on reality TV, <laughs> which, given the name of the show, is Reality Happy Hour with <laughs> Wife. That's me. It, it, I just can't do it anymore. All of these people are idiots. All of these people are... It's. I'm going full deep into pulpit talk. <laughs> there is nothing redeeming about any of these people. They show the worst... Of people. Well, I, I agree a lot of cases, but not completely. But continue. I, I put them all in the same boat. All right. And watching these shows and then watching the pillow talk shows and then watching the wrap up of the shows and then watching the shorts, is uh, my life was horrible. So <laughs> I have been the one who just said, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. Because it was just isn't fun. Because it, if you go back and listen, I was the one hurrying you up. Yep. I was the one, you could tell that I wasn't digging it. Yep. So as we were just going through stuff, it's like we still want to do a show. But instead of a reality happy hour podcast, we should do an hour reality happy hour podcast. <laughs> and to me, that's far more interesting. What do you say, wife? I say I am up for giving it a try. I think we should give it a go because it'll expand what we're able to do. Yeah. I mean, Although, just, side note, if anybody still would like to chat about 90 Day with me, I am totally down for that. So and, and they can hit do me that up on Instagram, on Instagram. Reality Happy Hour. <clears throat> reality Happy Hour. Because I am dying to talk to somebody about the new season and our local woman who is just down the street from where we are and whose business we frequent, and it is making me insane that I have no one to talk to about this. So... For real. Hit Who me is up. that? Oh, I can't tell you because you don't want to talk about okay, it anymore. I'm curious. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to nope. watch, but I'm curious. <laughs> I'm not telling you. It's like there was a bunch <laughs> of smoke near our neighborhood yesterday. <laughs> I was curious about what the smoke was, but I wasn't going to go down to investigate. Well, you didn't have to. We just looked out the window. No. Whose business do we? Central Pizza. The owner of Central Pizza. Is on the yes. show now? Yes. Oh, that's funny. I know. Where's Where's her dude? In uh, this little island called Provencia, Provi Providencia. It's like it's I think it technically belongs to Colombia, but it's like way out in the ocean. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she does make good pizza. Oh, the best. It's probably the best pizza in Seattle. It's tied for the best pizza in Seattle. It's one of the top. I almost ordered yeah. there last Although, night. I'm a pizza snob. Yeah. But it, oh, well, that's interesting. I love going there, actually. I prefer going there. Like, delivery is a little hit and miss. But that's how delivery is with every pizza. Mm. So if we're well, going to go to a place, I would pick that. So place. who knows? We might go back and talk about it. But I don't think it's going to be 
the main theme of the show. Like, I think we do enough interesting stuff and crazy stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Crazy stuff that happens. We can, we'll get engagement from just the regular stuff. So that's the, that's the breaking news <laughs> that the show. Oh, you need that little news sound effect that did, 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 did. Uh, you I, missed out. I have it somewhere. I can <laughs> add it in. Oh, okay. So that's the breaking news. We've transitioned from the reality happy hour podcast with wife to that's me to, <laughs> to the our reality happy hour podcast. And we talked about going to a different show. Like I for a bit there, I wanted to do the contender series. For UFC because that's sort of that's sort of a reality show, <laughs> yeah. but there's fighting involved, which is perfect. <laughs> These dudes get to have beefs outside of the cage and then settle them in the cage. <laughs> but we missed a lot of that. That season's over. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we started thinking about doing the Hard Knocks on HBO with the the Dallas Cowboys, mm. but neither of us know enough about football for it to speak intelligently about it. <laughs> like, I don't know. So then, yeah, let's just, uh, I mean, let's just talk about some of the stuff we've done. So we haven't done a show in a few months. Let's do a, let's do a five minute recap on what's happened. Okay. The course, the past extended summer vacation on our extended summer vacation. So let's see. I'm going to put you on the spot. Let's pick three things that you've experienced <laughs> in the past few months, and then I'll pick three things. Okay. And then we'll go from there. All right. Do you want to go first? Well, I think our first one's probably the same because we went to Mexico. We did, finally. <laughs> so, and we spent like, almost three weeks there. Yeah. Which was awesome. Which still is too short. <laughs> yeah. Too well, short we'd of like time. To be at least semi full time there. Yeah. Anything less than that is too short. Yeah, and it, Mexico was fun. Uh, we go to Mazatlan, and there we had to wear a mask, and there was a, the you know everywhere, but th- it wasn't bad. No, well, because most everything we do there is outside. <laughs> So even though the police were pretty strict about you wearing masks outside still, I mean, you could still lay on the beach, obviously. Yeah, they wanted you to wear masks outside. (laughs) Yeah. And probably the most surreal story that I have from that is I was out in the little plaza right in front of our condo and doing a photography project. So if you follow me on Instagram, CZ Media CM, I made about a 15 picture street portrait project. And they all look pretty cool. I did them yeah, with my. Yeah, they do. They look very cool. I took. Uh, I used an. I used a, a medium format film camera, a Fuji G, A six forty five Zi. That's a lot of letters and numbers. And used some Kodak Portra and some Fuji, Provia, I believe, and then some Kodak Ektar, and just made some street portraits and. Nothing produced. I was just walking down the Malecon asking people if I could take their picture. So, yeah, so uh, check out my Instagram for you to see those. So, I was on the, I was in this little plaza and in Mexico in this area there is a strong federal police presence. So, not regular cops, they're federal. Yeah. Well, cuz we're right down the street from, from a the federal, federal building. building. So, I'm sitting there 
and I have my mask down and six fully armed <laughs> they pretty much were soldiers yeah except they weren't wearing camouflage they were wearing blue their their fatigues were blue but they had a full vest they had an M16 they had a sidearm they had what probably was mace or some sort of tear gas along their belt across their body full boot i mean just <laughs> they were soldiers yeah they they could they were could have invaded they could something and then one of them turned to me and nicely said, can you please put your mask up? <laughs> I said, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I said, yes, sir, I can. And I put my mask right up. And then they were going to people handing out masks. Yeah. So I really wanted to record that <laughs> because that would, pr- I mean, do you think in downtown Seattle, <laughs> people would be okay with paramilitary dressed federal police officers telling you to put on your mask outside or handing you masks and asking you to please put on your mask. No. I don't think they would. But wasn't that the big deal? Like, rewind, going on almost two years ago now, that the National Guard was supposed to be coming in to help with the whole lockdown, quarantine. No. Well, you're talking during our summer of love. Well, no, before before all the protests, but like, but literally to do with coronavirus, mm-hmm. not that. I, I mean, maybe to set up field hospitals. Yeah, yeah. Because they thought that there was going to be an overflow. But then I thought that I'd well, I'd received some texts from some friends saying that they'd heard that well they, that it was going to be actually something very much like what you just described. Yeah. in Mexico. Well, which obviously didn't happen. It didn't happen. But, or hearing about it. Is one thing actually being told by six people (laughs) dressed and fully armed is a completely different thing. And those dudes, man, it is hot there. Like every time I watch them, I'm like, how are you conscious that they're wearing so much stuff? And it's like a hundred degrees out with with uh, 70 percent humidity, super humid. So that was the that's a surreal moment. And I mean, I really wish I had taken at least a photo. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to get them all lined up right. for a photo, but I didn't. I yeah. chickened out. <laughs> I uh, I didn't. Uh, well, they were a lot more present, like present themselves. Because I know in the past when we've been there, they've been really incognito. And I, I mean, I don't know how true this is, but I'm taking the word from some of our friends that live there saying that they wanted to be anonymous because they were worried about retribution on their families so like they wore like they wore like full-on head masks like bank robber masks yeah full Uh, face coverings yeah but that didn't seem to be i mean they were obviously they were wearing corona masks but they weren't wearing yeah they were like wearing like tear anti-tear gas masks they they were wearing that nope so it's a very very strong military type presence telling you to they were nice about it, though. Yeah, they're they very said, nice. Could you please? I said yes. I yes. like I like going by the federal <laughs> building and chatting with them. They're always super friendly. And they were playing with little kids. Like yeah. little kids would come up to them and then just look. Because <laughs> right. it's like, yeah, I have a G.I. Joe figure right in front of me. <laughs> I know. That's, they do look like that. And they were they were playing with the. So they were nice. Oh, that there. I just thought of the greatest picture ever. You need a little kid holding a G.I. Joe up yeah. next to one of those next guys. Next to one of those oh, that guys. That would be awesome. Yeah. That, that, that was fun. Next time. That's your mission. Right. So that was, the, I mean, our trip was basically me taking pictures, mm-hmm. 
uh, going to this place called La Corriente that we like to go to where mm-hmm. we rent a palapa mm-hmm. and sit there all day and drink margaritas yeah. and eat eat uh, delicious food delicious food doing not much <laughs> reading a book reading a book playing um, sand and then hanging out with our friends being at the pool mm-hmm. if we didn't want to walk all the way to <laughs> yeah. the beach we went to the island a couple times. Yeah, there's a uh, the island that's not an island. It's a short little ferry ride <laughs> to. Uh, it's a short little ferry ride to an. It's called Stone Island. It's not truly, truly an island, but there, there's a beach clubs there, and it's a little bit more relaxed yeah. than in the main area. But it's going there. I made a. The I best mean, water there, and by water I mean like the ocean. Like yeah. it's a what, like a cove. It was or a little a cove, so there something. was no waves. Yeah. So you could just have your drink and just relax, yeah. just not be pounded on by waves. Right. So that's nice, and just eating, eating. So yeah, after a year and a half, two years of not being able to enjoy a nice vacation, we finally did it. Three weeks, it was perfect. <laughs> so now we're. Planning. And I'm still tan. I'm maintaining my tan so uh, far. Yeah, my tan's gone. No, you're... I feel white well, you're again. You're always brown, but... Mm. You're a hair more brown than usual. Yeah, but that's still not very brown. <laughs> I got super dark. Yeah, you did. That's true. You I did get a lot. super dark. Although mine... I feel like mine's hung around pretty well. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, So that was fun. And now we're planning our... Christmas trip. Yeah, New Year's. Christmas New Year. Although last time, last time, last New Year's we did was 2020. And see how that started. <laughs> so hey, I'm not a quitter. <laughs> if we're superstitious, we may want to rethink this. Nope. <laughs> nope. We'll be there for New Year's. Although, remember New Year's 2020, it poured down rain. Yeah, it was So raining. that was like an omen <laughs> of things to come. But we still had fun. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, we had a great time in New Year's of 2020. We pretty much had this whole restaurant to ourselves. (laughs) It was basically our table, our friends. Maybe... There's some other people there. There was some other, but it was mostly us, so we had a great time. It was a a whole lot. Yeah, it was So that was that was one thing that's happened. That was the together thing. So that'll count. Okay. For you and I. So we've got two more to go. What's another thing for you? Um, well, let's see. I went to San Diego. More traveling. Yeah. Like traveling is good. Yeah. I had a good time. A good long weekend with my best friend and her daughter in San Diego. Yeah. Although, as per the usual for me in San Diego, I do not have good luck with that city. Like, everybody talks about how warm and beautiful and wonderful it is there i have rarely had that experience no matter what time of year i go i always hit not so great weather and this time the weather was just kind of it was mild and it was smoky because that was right kind of in the middle of all the fires that were going on so i did not get a lot of quality sun time sun well slimy we actually i sat we sat on the beach wall my friend's daughter took surf lessons, and I was had to. Wear, I was wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> like it wasn't even hot. The whole I mean, it was kind of early in the day, but 
Yeah, we drank coffee and wore sweatshirts <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> and she had to wear a wetsuit when she was surfing because the water is really cold. Well, the good thing about things sort of settling down, and I know people are going to say it's not settled down. There's variants and deltas <laughs> and whatevers. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, things are calming down. That Depends what day it is. It's like some days it feels like it and other days it feels like it's not. Right. Like, we'll just... Just, I don't know, yesterday or the day before, a really popular cafe here in Seattle announced that they're going to close for a couple months. Like, they decided it's just too much now. They can't well, deal with it. Seattle, the businesses here aren't a good representation yeah. because everyone is, these business owners are letting public opinion run their business. But at the same time, if these small businesses on Capitol Hill piss off people, they will lose business yeah. because people won't go there. Right. So it's not like so that that's what they're a little bit at a disadvantage because they have to really care about perception. Right. Because the people who follow them are probably the people that live nearby right. and go to their business on a daily basis. So whether it be a cafe or a restaurant, they're a little bit more susceptible to the mob, the mob mentality. Hmm. Whereas if you do business online or if you're, you know, a chain or, you know, a retail chain, not, I'm not talking about a huge one. But if you don't have all your eggs in one location, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you can, you're kind of screwed mm -hmm. because even though they're a bunch of nutniks <laughs> that are going to badmouth you, the, uh, the actual direct result of your business suffering from it or lower revenue is real, so they have to. They're a little bit more held hostage by mm -hmm. it than than others. Um, but yeah, now that things are starting to open back up and not too crazy, <laughs> the idea of just hey, let's go away for the weekend, mm -hmm. let's go here, let's go there. I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Uh, if I have to put my mask on, <laughs> I'll put my mask on. Yeah. If I they don't care. I won't wear it. <laughs> I take the survey of the room. If three people aren't wearing it, mine's coming down. Well, I mean, isn't it isn't the mandate right now? It's unless you're actively eating or drinking, you're supposed to be wearing a mask, right? Mm. And then now they just changed it. I think it starts tomorrow or that if it's if you're outdoors with over 500 people. Yeah, they're definitely so they're crazy. sporting events basically is what that's for yeah well i don't know what do i know yeah i, don't I just know don't want to wear it i'm okay well, see, i fully accept the risks of not wearing it well if next you weekend. want to wear it if anyone wants to wear it <laughs> if anyone wants to wear three of them that's perfectly okay with me but i i mean i've talked about this plenty with friends <laughs> we ate we our immune systems are probably beefier than a lot of people who were mm -hmm. so focused, who since little kids are focused on, on, uh, you know, washing your hands and, right. and, uh, using Purell every second of the day. <laughs> nah, not me. I ate dirt. <laughs> I drank from the, from the garden hose. Yeah. I was talking to a buddy the other that. day. It's like if food fell on the ground, we're eating it still. <laughs> right. It's like just wipe it off on your pants and eat it. <laughs> right. I mean, and I'm not saying that. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is that people who had that type of upbringing, mm -hmm. 
if something didn't get you when you were little, <laughs> you're a little bit more beefier on the on the immune side. And even if you do get sick, it's usually it, it's it, it you just get over it rather quickly. I think when I get sick, I like to just be a big baby. <laughs> versus it's true. Versus but, I'm really sick because yeah. the last time that I was super sick that I really felt ill mm-hmm. was when I had the ear infection. Oh yeah. Like that, I did not feel oh, that's well really at all. Painful. So. It it was I was not happy one single bit. <laughs> but this was what like what three years ago? More than that. Yeah, I mean ever since I mean since then I've had, you know maybe a fever that lasted, you know mm-hmm. half a day, or a cough yeah, or you something. Get over things really quickly. But just get over it really quickly. Well, anyway, I don't want it to be about. We've already talked about this stuff long enough. <laughs> um, but I did go to a Seahawks game. Speaking of needing oh, masks. Yeah. And no one was hardly anyone mm-hmm. was wearing a mask. But the funny well, thing. Well, because that wasn't a well, thing. I mean, well, true. But then. if you're worried, what's the difference of you? If you're still worried about it, yeah. it doesn't matter that you don't have to wear it. You're still going to wear it. Well, That's I feel my like point. people think <clears throat> that it, whatever the the governor tells you. So it's like if the governor says you don't have to, then it's, oh, it must be fine. But if he says you do have to, then, oh, it must not be fine. So. Well, that's dumb. I mean, maybe, but that seems to be how that. Well, that's my whole works. point of this is also silly. <laughs> where if you had fifty thousand people, mm-hmm. let's say that seventy-five percent of them did not want to wear a mask, and the stadium didn't require them to wear a mask, that didn't stop the other twenty-five percent from wearing their masks. Right. That's the same mentality. I saw a few, and I went to the game, like a couple weeks before you. I went to the practice game. I saw, I saw. Okay. A handful of people. I mean, it wasn't a large percentage. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to wear it, yeah. you can still wear it. No one's stopping you right. from wearing it. But, man, I, the Seahawks, the game that I went to, they got trounced yeah. by the Broncos. <laughs> it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun watching. And then it wasn't fun. It wasn't. I went. I was craving a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> I waited 25 minutes. Then they were they ran out of beef. <laughs> they said, wait 10 minutes. We'll get more beef. I waited the 10 minutes. Two, I was third in line. And then they said, we ran out of bread. <laughs> It'll be another 10 minutes. And then I just gave up and yeah, I got drinks and we went back to our seats. Hmm. But that drove me crazy. <laughs> can you, you can imagine how I was going nuts of, did you not take note of how much bread you had given that you just got a whole new tray of meat it's like hmm there's only a quarter of the amount of bread we usually have but we have this whole full tray of meat do you think we'll run out yes customer service i don't know it's like people just do not know how to think critically yeah although being a little bit grace right now, they ha- they haven't been open for a really long time. So these yeah. people are probably not the people that used to work there. So these are all brand so new you're people saying it they takes, just hired. You're saying it takes someone with the wealth of experience to know that if you're bringing in a whole new order of meat, that you should probably also look at the bread well, amount no, and but bring I'm it saying at the same time. That that person might not have had any idea where to get the bread. So it's from like, the same place they got the meat. <laughs> well, maybe because that's where they went. 
Because. That's my point is that you, okay, like you, people only can see what is directly in front of their yeah. face and have no idea what the supply chain looks like. And in this case, <laughs> the supply chain results in me eating a Philly cheesesteak with bread. Right. I don't, like, you're not wrong. It doesn't take rocket science but here. But it's just, yeah. So people are lazy. Well, there's not a lot of motivation. Is. And there's that too. Because in that job, it's like you're trained to do one thing, whatever your one thing <laughs> is, assemble a sandwich. You're not trained to look, you know, to do inventory and to. That's where we need a robot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because then a robot is going to send a message to another robot <laughs> yeah. to go get send me bread. bread. <laughs> and yeah, gonna, robots you can around. You can program the <laughs> robot to beep when you're at 50% right. stock on bread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, automate that stuff, please. <laughs> that happens. I mean, it's unfortunate in my line of work, which requires higher education. Things like that happen all the time. And usually my question is, did you not notice you were about to run out of, you know, whatever? And I, the answer usually is, oh, I, I didn't think about yeah, it. No. Or, I no, didn't no notice. One pays attention. <laughs> no one pays attention. But now it's either. an emergency. It's like you've just turned your lack of being able to be aware into an emergency right. on my part. And then... When as they're dealing with that, then something else is going to slip through, and then that's going to be an right. I mean, but that's the, the you're, you're right. That's the state of everything. That's why you need at least one competent person on yeah. your team. <laughs> one and a half. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So this is. I mean, I can complain forever. Then I, <laughs> I can complain about this stupid backpack company, Sunny oh, Sixteen. No. no, not the backpack. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do the review. So here, let's ask the listeners. <laughs> listeners yeah, if you're still listening <laughs> the one listener who's still listening because they're driving and they haven't been able to switch it off yet <laughs> listener if you buy something from a website and in their return policy it says that there will be a nominal restocking fee what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word nominal Am I crazy to think that nominal means not significant? <laughs> I think I've called people nominal and it's taken as a criticism. <laughs> I don't think that's an appropriate use of that word. Oh, well, that their worth as a human being is nominal. Oh, that's harsh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I am saying. So, I buy this stupid bag. It costs 120 30 i don't know 130 dollars they want to charge and i didn't like it. it it was rubbish it was total crap <laughs> it was horrible materials it was looked super cheap <clears throat> it was just not a good bag they want to charge me 30 dollar restocking fee hmm. and pay to ship it back so yeah. the whole yeah, thing that's unreasonable like one or the other so but... the whole thing would have cost me 45 dollars right <laughs> To to return this, yeah. So they would have thirty percent. It's yeah, it's a it's yeah right. Yeah, that is unacceptable. Yeah. So then (laughs) I emailed. It wasn't until the third email that they told me that there would be a nominal restocking fee. In an email, they told me (laughs) they still use that term. I had to directly ask. How much is this restocking fee? To which they replied and said $30. $30. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to keep this 
email thread because it's about 25 emails back and forth with this <laughs> with this stupid company. And the customer service person, who knows, there probably wasn't even, it was probably the same person. This, uh, the first, I don't know, 15 of these emails back and forth, the customer service rep would say, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. <laughs> and she would sign off with an emoji. <laughs> After the 10th one, in the reply that I sent, I wrote, your use of emojis does not make for good customer service. You're being rude and condescending. Get me your, get me a manager. Get me the phone number of a manager or a direct email to a manager. And then she stopped sending emojis. Yeah. And she started that. being semi-professional. <laughs> well, anyways, I need to put this experience in the, in the notes. Okay. So now what I'm doing, I reported them to the Better Business Bureau, first of all, because I think that is really unethical and deceiving and what other word? Deceptive <laughs> to hide a 20 plus percent fee and hide it under the term nominal fee. Yeah. That's just wrong. That's not, that's that is the 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 lack of transparency there is uber obvious they're not going to do anything though that's fine but then now what i'm doing is of course putting comments on every single one of their instagram ads that still get sent to me <laughs> where i don't write anything mean i just write yeah. fyi if you buy this bag and don't like it right. you're gonna have to pay a 30 dollars restocking fee yeah. and pay to ship it back you know actually i do appreciate that because i <clears throat> i shop online a lot and i do read especially like on Facebook ads, I read the comments. And then if there's one like that, yeah. then I'm probably right. inclined not to purchase. No, they made me mad. Actually, one of the last things that I wrote to this guy, his name was Lewis from Sunny 16, which probably isn't a real person. <laughs> it was probably the same person. I wrote, you're screwing me out of $40. <laughs> I will make sure that this experience costs you way more than it costs me. And... I have reminders set in my calendar of every four <laughs> days to write something about them. Man, that's... I am not happy Don't at on all. Your bad side. <laughs> not happy at all. I know I'm the only one who feels this way, but I think it's hilarious. It's, it's something. Now I'm stuck with the bag I don't want. What am I going to do? Sell it. Mm. You know what? You're right. I'll sell it if anyone wants it. Because <laughs> you've given it such a glowing review. I mean, it might work for somebody. Might think it's good. Yeah. I will sell it for the amount that they would have taken, that they would have given me back, which would have been ninety dollars. Mm -hmm. I'll sell it for that. All right. Stupid bag. <laughs> I'm gonna buy this other bag, but it's two and a half times as much. Of but course. so uh, here we go. Here's the here's the. Here's the uh, the more you know. If you get if you look at one of these ads on Instagram, you're like, oh, that's a cool product. Look at their return policy. Yeah. Because first of all, all of these are these are not real stores. These are dropship businesses. So there isn't a an office, right. a real a real. There isn't a real store. It's just all buying it from China, mm -hmm. sending it to a warehouse, and then some company is just drop shipping it. Right. 
Right. So it's probably some nutnik like me who wants to sell shoe cleaner, <laughs> who uh, is just having the fulfillment company do the shipping. <clears throat> and they probably negotiated a horrible contract to which the shipper said, I'm going to charge you if someone sends me this product back because mm-hmm. then I'm going to have to pay someone to go and put it back. Mm-hmm. They told me that they couldn't return. They couldn't give me full value because the bag was opened. Mm-hmm. I said, what was open? I said, the box that the bag came in that had the bag. Mm-hmm. Was it that I opened up the cheap plastic bag that the bag was in? <laughs> or was it that I just opened the bag? It's like bags are supposed to be open. It's a backpack. You're supposed to open the bag. I'm not breaking this freshness seal. (laughs) First world problem. And actually, this is an indication that life is pretty good. (laughs) Because I can spend so much time just fixated. (laughs) I've talked about this for 15 minutes. On top of the hours that I've spent talking to you about it Uh and to, to to my coworkers. (laughs) <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we should probably. Well, what, the last thing we did <laughs> was we went to Crypticon. Yes. It was. It happened. It happened last weekend, and that was fun. It was fun. I. We always have a good time. You know, I I said to myself, if I go anywhere, and they require me to show. Proof of vaccination. Proof of vaccination. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. And you quickly broke your nope, own rule. I didn't show it. I did not show it because I did not show it. Because so they they were really, resp- I mean, I get it. They're, again, one of these businesses that they have to cater to this crazy mob. Because the people who live here are the people who are going to attend this event. So they had to do this. But they and, and they did a great job. They they took your temperature before you walked in. They put a they took a it was a three day event. They took your temperature every day. Mm-hmm. They gave you a different wristband indicating that your temperature had been taken. But then you also had to show that you were vaccinated. And I was going to argue with the guy that say to say that I'm not going to show it to you. But you had a picture of my yes because i knew you were going to do that and it was very clear on their website i know that, that is so you're not getting in unless you do that i, I was going to try but why that's <clears throat> their prerogative and their choice i know so but it's i know i get it there's no reason right i wasn't going to make a huge spectacle but i just wasn't going to show it but i knew that you were so but anyways you showed it so i can still be on my <laughs> You I can, are insane. I can still claim that I did not show it. And it, you know what was... I don't know if I should even say this. Friday and Saturday, that machine said that I had... a My temperature was 100. And they were like, okay, you're fine. <laughs> well, because the threshold's like one. I mean, yeah, there, or... there has to be, right, a plus or minus something. Yeah. That's fine. And plus... I we it was a long walk and yeah. it was warm it and like was we warm. had to yeah. walk from totally that that's a that hotel is like an airport yeah it is <laughs> where you, different terminals like yeah. so it's it was like a good you know a good brisk walk from yeah. our room well and because I thought I had made reservations man I I swear still that I made reservations obviously I was wrong because 
I had yeah. no reservations. So I ended up making reservations for the hotel really late, which made us get not a great room. Yeah. Because normally we get a much better room. Right. So I so I was warm and I was wearing yeah, so I was warm. So maybe. But still, I mean it's worth the chuckle. It's worth the little chuckle. But it was a great time. And here I want to shout out some of the businesses where I man, I shopped. Yeah, you were a little out of control. No way. I sh- there was so much good stuff. So Crypticon oh, you me some cool stuff though too. That's so fun. Crypticon, if you don't know, is a C it's a, a horror convention here in Seattle. And they have horror actors and they have it's com it's Comic Con for horror. So there was a bunch of vendors that sold T-shirts and art and collectibles, tattoo artists where there was a couple of tattoo artists there doing doing work. And there are panels and there are demos on how to do stuff and there's parties. It was just a great time. So the um, some of the stuff that I bought, I bought some really cool T-shirts from a Bremerton based business called Fingers Duke. And they are at shop dot fingersduke.com um these are i mean i love these this this guy's t-shirts because they get positive comments all the time Mm, yeah they are cool they're unique it's not the i mean i mean i am into the hype stuff like bape and supreme and off-white and all that stuff but i never get any comments when i wear a 150 dollar (laughs) t-shirt yeah i get comments when i wear a 20 dollar t-shirt my only complaint about those is they they don't have different shirt styles. It's like it's. I mean, they, obviously they have different stuff on the shirts, but all the shirts are the same. Well, I guess they had two different types. They had like a diff, two different materials. Yeah, they had a like a regular heavy duty tee yeah. and then a softer. But they tea. didn't have any. Like, there's no V neck or scoop neck. Yeah. Or, they might have them on the website, so yeah. you might want to check them out. And then I'm a big collector of notebooks. <laughs> I don't know why. So there's a there was a vendor. Um, called Happy Goth Art, where I got a couple notebooks, one of them that says I love brains, and then another <laughs> one that had a skull or something on it. Um, and then there is this one, it's D-A-M-M-I-T. <laughs> T's. I got, there was one that I got, I had The Exorcist, and the other one had a Mexican luchador on it that's oh, super yeah, cool I like that one that was cool and then i got some uh collectibles i got the ash from evil dead and i got uh jason mm. no jason i don't know or michael myers where are they oh i got jason and michael myers i think oh. jason michael myers and um and ash well anyway we'll we'll put links into them so you can go and check them out what was your best thing about Crypticon? It was mostly a me thing. Yeah, no, I have fun. Um, I had fun watching that. We had there were some good movies this year. Oh, the we shorts, watched a lot of yeah. movie shorts. And yeah. I actually, as compared to years past, where I would say most of them were just meh, and there was maybe one or two good ones. This year, there was mostly good ones. I yeah. would say. Yeah. So the the. I, oh, there's a curator of all of these. I don't know what his name is, but he brings to Crypticon the winners of various different yeah. movie festivals. And like one of them, there's a production company in Bellingham called Bleeding Ham. 
yeah. that made a lot of cool shorts. And th- there's a few more. If I find his information, I'll put it in the, the show notes as well. But yeah, fun time watching <clears throat> watching movie shorts. And then probably the cr- crescendo of it <laughs> was I got to meet, we got to meet Joe Bob. <laughs> Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy, the male girl. And if you don't know who Joe Bob is, he, for decades, has been a movie host, and he's also a movie reviewer. He's a writer. But he had a show on TNT called Monster Vision that he did for a super long time. And he had one on the movie channel where he just uh, plays movies, but instead of there being a commercial break, he talks about them. And I think that that's fascinating <laughs> i just love it and there's nothing best than hearing this writer talk about what the production went through to make a movie how yeah. they ran out of money or how they had to do some goofy things to get stuff done how it went from one director to another or one actor to another so uh yeah i got to meet him and get some artwork signed by him. So total nerding out. <laughs> it was a good time. And I got to see Darcy. <laughs> and we got to see his panel. Yeah, that was cool. He was really interesting. He has a lot of good stories. Oh, yeah. I mean, the unfortunately, the person who interviewed him wasn't so great. He, but it didn't matter. Because yeah, it didn't matter. He didn't need to be interviewed. Yeah, Joe Bob <laughs> took control. Um, the guy who interviewed him just needed a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I, man, I think I would have shown a little bit more enthusiasm. Well, I'm that guy wasn't a fan. I was, I was thinking I'm a bigger fan than this dude. He's one of the. <laughs> he's one of the executive members of Crypticon. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what his name is. Doesn't mean that you're a fan necessarily. Oh well, I guess. I guess. <laughs> All right, we've spoken enough. We have. Yeah. Oh. Unless oh. you want to add something to it. Oh, I don't know. Just put me on the spot again. But the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I think we should call it good for this show. All right. We'll see how it see how it plays out. <laughs> okay. Again, <laughs> we're switching the format from 90 day to a more a b- broader things, broader a broader range of topics and Share a little bit more with the audience of giving them ideas of stuff to do. So right now, hopefully we've encouraged someone to plan that trip. <laughs> and we've introduced some people to Crypticon so that next year they can go mm. and have fun. Because there. you don't we'll know you're a horror fan, really, until something very specific gets you. Yeah. So it could be something as simple as, you know, oh, I watched The Exorcist when I was younger and then watching it again and then boom, like you'll want to watch Exorcist 2. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what I appreciate that I've really realized recently um, is horror. You once If you know a lot about classic horror, you can really see the influence in current horror. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of fun <clears throat> to be the nerdy person right. saying, oh, I see that that director was influenced by the shining by the shot that he just did and right well one thing with horror back in the 70s and 80s directors made horror because they 
it was they were all passion pro- projects. Right. And they I mean they like Roger Corman, he did have a movie factory where he was making a lot of movies and you know eventually he would break even and it was money there was money to be made. Mm-hmm. But these movies weren't I mean they 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 were like grindhouse movies, right? right? So grindhouse movies is double feature late at night. You you know not all the time. And tons of actors got their starts in these types of movies. And it's also fun talking. I mean, I haven't had this conversation in a while. It was just only one friend who he was it there might have been a couple who talk about how women aren't represented and minorities aren't represented in Hollywood mm. and that uh, you know, directors aren't given a chance. Like he brings up, he would, he, whoever these are, this is not just a he, who bring up all of these current issues that there is with modern Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That did not, it wasn't necessarily like that for right. horror. Well, yeah, horror was was groundbreaking on a lot of different like levels. Women, yes, there were women were the first ones killed, but. <laughs> They were also the the heroes, the yeah. protagonists in a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have had Sigourney Weaver. Oh, no. If it weren't for horror. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, And that's just one example. Like, there's even Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and the various different female leads in the Nightmare on Elm Streets yeah. and in the Friday the 13th. Nancy. And you can't, you can't dismiss that. And... The one thing that I noticed about Crypticon is that there was one panel that wanted to turn the race card mm. into it. And uh, I mean, I had no interest of going. I'm curious to see what their attendance was. Mm. Um, but man, like there's there have been more minorities and more diversity mm-hmm. in these movies than in current Hollywood. Yeah. And for directors, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, so give that a go, and I hope that you dug this new format. <laughs> we'll try to do a show a week. Next week, I think we should talk about my stem cell procedure, because mm. that's quite an ordeal. Well, and then we'll lighten it up with our fun thing that we're doing next weekend. We will talk about that. What are we doing? Our mini getaway next week. Oh, weekend. yes, mini getaway. See? Going out. <laughs> we are. Enjoying stuff. <laughs> we're having a getaway about... 15 miles away from where we live. (laughs) Well, in my book, that's better than staycation. (laughs) That's better than watching, uh, watching 90 day. Yeah. Not quite as economical, but we have more fun. Well, it'll be fun. Yes. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening and don't forget to follow wife on Instagram reality happy hour. And man, we hope that this website is up soon. (laughs) It should be. You're in charge. I'm in charge of that. Um, I'm going through this whole renaissance of designing stuff, so I need to design a new (laughs) Our Reality Happy Hour. All right. Graphic. I'll get it done. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And I will leave you with the smooth sounds of um, this guy.